This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening. It is a first alert weather day because of the wave of rain that's lighting up our radar as we speak. So this is just the first in a parade of storms that will certainly last beyond the weekend. So here's what it looks like out on the roads right now. Be careful. For many of you, it was likely a soggy commute home this evening. It's not an ideal weekend for outdoor activities unless you're willing to brave the rain. And yes, there is quite a significant outdoor event happening at Levi Stadium tomorrow where the Niners take on Green Bay. So Paul looks a little windy right there. So is rain going to interfere with game time? I don't think it's going to interfere with the game play. It may, or may interfere with the fan and tailgating experience. Let's take a look at what's on the radar right now. We do have light to moderate rain across much of the Bay Area, but also some dry patches beginning to show up. The rain isn't as widespread as it was even a couple of hours ago. Still seeing some moderate to even heavy downpours for much of the North Bay, but there are some gaps in between those heavier downpours here and there. More rain making its way through Marin County right now towards San Rafael. Then a bit of a break in San Francisco being replaced by more light shower activity that's making its way in from the coast. Some moderate rain just off the coast that's going to be moving in, but breaking the action farther down the peninsula and into the Santa Cruz Mountains. There is more shower activity straight to the south towards the bottom of the monitor, indicating that the break in the Santa Cruz Mountains isn't going to last a whole lot longer, but in general, we'll see the gaps in between the showers becoming more prevalent. The showers become fewer and farther between as we head through the rest of this evening and into tonight. But even when our rain chances are at their lowest, they're not going to be zero at any point over the weekend. Spotty showers, be ready to adjust any outdoor plans. In fact, just have an indoor alternative ready because even the lowest rain chances are not going to be zero. More rain spreading out already by late morning and really spreading out tomorrow afternoon, which is why we anticipate wet conditions at Levi Stadium tomorrow evening. Kickoff is at 515. It does look like at least light shower activity is going to prevail throughout the evening. So bring that poncho with you and well, just have fun. We'll have a, details on the heavier band of rain that's going to follow that up Sunday night and Monday coming up in just a few minutes. Paul, thank you. Less than 24 hours until kickoff at Levi Stadium and the rain is not dampening any spirits. The faithful are already getting hyped up big time. Our Mary Lee is live in San Jose where she's been spending time with some excited fans. Go, Mary. Go, Mary. <laughs> We've sat through rains, pouring torrential rains during the game, so this is yeah, nothing. The faithful, the faithful shows up anywhere and, any, and, and everywhere. It doesn't matter what city, what stadium, we all come in force. We're the Niner Empire, and we're faithful to the day we die. Text her, thank 
you, because she can't hear me say that right now. Anyway, Mary, thank you. All right, the Packers have a notoriously large and well-traveling fan base. So we caught up with some arriving at SFO today. There's two. And they came together in mass at the Packers Everywhere pep rally happening in Palo Alto. Uh, the Wisconsinites are taking the chance to enjoy all that the Bay has to offer outside of football before tomorrow's disappointment for them. It was below zero when we left, so we're really enjoying the weather here. And when we won last Saturday night against the, the Dallas Cowboys, Lori says, we're going to the game, so here we are. We're enjoying the cuisine, the friendliness of the people here. It's been wonderful. And, of course, we're going to win tomorrow. Okay, well, no surprise, each fan base seems very confident that their squad will win. So certainly stay tuned for the Red and Gold Report. Matt Lively is going to join us with a preview of the big game in just a few minutes. All right, let's get caught up on some developing news out of Contra Costa County. BART police seen searching for evidence tonight after a shooting that happened on a platform at the Pittsburgh Center BART station. Details are still scarce. BART says this all happened just before 4 one person was hurt, but no information was released on the shooter. Right now, trains are running through the station, but they are not stopping. Union negotiations with the California State University system at a standstill, meaning a week-long strike looms for the start of the spring semester on Monday. That means around 30,000 university workers at 22 of the 23 state campuses are prepared to go on strike unless a last-second deal happens. They're asking for cost-of-living raises and regular yearly raises. The union represents about 1,100 plumbers, electricians, carpenters, and more. 29,000 faculty members say they will join them on the picket line. In San Francisco, mysterious flyers are popping up calling for a boycott of Israeli-owned businesses. Now, it's unclear who is behind this coordinated effort. Our Kenny Choi has reaction from one restaurant owner. Randall Connor arrived at work at Orange Hummus in San Francisco to find graffiti spray-painted on the sidewalk in front of their storefront. I was absolutely shocked, definitely shocked. It reads, do you condemn your hummus? Posters plastered on nearly every street pole on the block called for the boycott of six quote-unquote Zionist businesses, including Oren's Hummus and Hummus Bodega, claiming they're part of an ongoing colonial campaign of stealing, appropriating, and profiting of traditional Palestinian food and culture to erase Palestinian existence. We have not experienced any type of confrontations or, or um, interactions with anybody um, for either side. It is uh, Palestinian food that is being rebranded as Israeli food. And this is part of Zionist tactics. Micah Bazan is a descendant of Holocaust victims and survivors who did not coordinate the effort. But he and Jewish Voice for Peace Bay Area support the boycott of these businesses. They're supporting the erasure and destruction of Palestinian culture. The flyers also state it's absolutely possible to support authentic Jewish culture and businesses without supporting ethnic cleansing of Palestinians and say food establishments which offer quote-unquote Israeli cuisine but are actually selling Palestinian food actively participate in the ongoing erasure of Palestinian history. We are, we are very neutral and we just want to focus on the business that we're in. Connor says another Orange Hummus location in Palo Alto was also targeted with plastered flyers on its tables and windows. The owner says it has not expressed support for either side of the conflict. They haven't ex expressed opinions besides just the fear of, you know, being targeted for something that really, you know, 
it's not our focus. If any of these businesses wanted to come out against genocide as anti-Zionist, we and also rebrand their um, tradition, their food as uh, Palestinian food, which would be honest, we would love and support and welcome that. Now the business is caught up in a conflict happening thousands of miles away. Macy's has announced that it is closing five more of its locations throughout the country, and one of them is right here in the Bay Area. That's the Macy's at Bayfair Center in San Leandro. That Macy's was among the very first tenants at the mall when it opened in the 1950s. And like many retail locations, Bayfair has seen its decline, a steep decline in foot traffic due to the rise in online shopping. Now there are plans to redevelop the mall into a mix of housing, commercial, and retail space. The Macy's location is expected to close in March or April. Between here and there, the store will be offering steep discounts as it clears out all of its inventory. So we first told you about the Innocence Project taking up Scott Peterson's case yesterday. And now one of the former jurors in the murder trial is weighing in. The Innocence Project works to exonerate wrongfully convicted prisoners. Well, the group has not revealed exactly what new evidence they have, but it may have something to do with a burned out van. Court filings by the Innocence Project center around the burglary near the Peterson home at the time of Lacey's disappearance. They also mention a related van fire alleging blood evidence was collected from the van at the time. If they have new evidence, you know, I hope they take a good look at it. Uh, you know, I don't want to see Scott Peterson in prison for something he didn't do. Of course, you got a long way to go to convince me <laughs> that he wasn't guilty because I spent five and a half months in a courtroom listening to testimony, looking at evidence. Peterson was convicted in 2004 for the murder of his pregnant wife, Lacey, and their unborn son, Connor. Peterson was having an affair at the time. Prosecutors say Peterson killed Lacey and then dumped her body into the San Francisco Bay. All right, talk about being in the right place at the right time. A police sergeant in West Covina near Los Angeles unwittingly walked into an ongoing robbery at a 7-Eleven store. And in this surveillance video, you can actually see a guy dressed in gray seemingly demand money. The clerk then starts emptying the cash register and puts the money in a plastic bag. And just then, well, an officer walks into the store and notices what's happening and chases the suspect out the door. He was arrested on suspicion of robbery. Okay, so a super fan who attended every Super Bowl in history gets to keep his streak going thanks to a very special surprise. Ron, it's good to meet you. How about two tickets to the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. You're kidding me. No. Here's a little background. Don Chrisman says he was overwhelmed with emotion when a representative from Verizon showed up at his home in Maine, handed him two Super Bowl tickets. Don has been to 57 Super Bowls. He has the memorabilia to prove it. He actually didn't have tickets to Super Bowl 58. And before the surprise, he was kind of on the fence about going. Yeah, I felt I was near the surrender point. It's got to end sometime. But uh, now it lives on again for another year. And we'll... We'll see what next year brings. Aw, he's going to Vegas. Fun fact, Don paid just $12 for his first Super Bowl ticket way back when. So, hey, you don't need a ticket for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas because guess what? You can watch the game right here on KPIX, also streaming on Paramount Plus on February 11th. We've got two.
two more games to go. Niners can do it. Looking forward to this weekend. Stay safe out there in the rain. We'll have more coverage throughout the evening. You can watch the news continuing at 8 o'clock on PIX Plus or 44 Cable 12. See you right back here at 11 o'clock. Go Niners!